All right, y'all. Thank you for welcome to another episode of Mending Eden. I know we're not doing episodes uh, anymore, but we're going to go ahead and just get started in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much just for this wonderful day. Thank you for allowing us to get here today. Um, please just speak through us and allow us to say only what is necessary to say today. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So this is something that we've been thinking about for a while. Um, you know, when we when we first got married, we didn't understand certain things, right? There was a lot of things I thought that I knew, and then we got married and it's like, whoa, I didn't I didn't understand those things. Right. So one of the big things for us is communication. And I read an article uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it said that 70% of divorces is due to lack of communication. And I thought about that, and it's like, wow, it's true. Because I think about our first three, <laughs> our first three years of marriage, yeah, that, right? That was a time. It was, it was. I think about our first three years of marriage and how many times we thought we were communicating, but we were just talking to each other, right? Oh. We talking at talking each other. At each yeah, other yeah. So thought, thoughts on thoughts on that. When it comes to when it comes to communication, why do you think like most people get it wrong? Um, I think your family environment is a big factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. that um, your dynamic outside of relationship with your spouse or significant other is a big factor and then your personality as well because for myself um nobody would have thought this because i'm an outgoing person and i I like being around people Mm -hmm. but when it came down to conflict and communication i don't know if you guys have met my husband but he's a very good talker he can talk all day all night he are you saying i talk too much no okay it's a difference (laughs) See, he, he's trying to catch me up. No, I'm, 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 just, do that. I'm just asking a question. But I'm he's a question. such a good communicator and always knows, you know, and he's always ready to communicate his feelings. And for me, um, I think whenever that would happen, especially in the beginning for um, deep and meaningful conversations to get to the root of, of things that were going on, my first instinct was to shut down. And, mm. you know, as we talk to like couple friends, we find that it's normally the men who do that. Yeah, it's normally the men that, that shut down. The men retreat into a shell, mm-hmm. and the woman's like, I'm ready to talk. I want to talk now. And the man's like, I'm not ready. I can't. Mm-hmm. And I would find myself, you would ask me questions, but literally it's hard for you, it was hard for you to even understand yeah. that there was nothing. There was nothing because yeah. I kind of, I would retreat into like a different, I don't know, a different compartment in myself. So yeah. when you would ask me a question, I literally would have nothing for you because I didn't have time to process. And and I think back going on those times, too. And the mistakes that I would make was I wouldn't give you the time that you needed mm-hmm. because I was big on, OK, you know what? If there's if there's a problem, if there's an issue, we need to fix it, we now. Need to fix it now. Like, let's 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 dive in deep. Let's not take, you know, a day, two days to do it. But sometimes that is what it takes. And I realized, you know, when I when I go back now is that I just didn't have the patience to wait for. You know, I was like ready to wait. Let's go ahead and fix this now. What do you mean you don't have anything to say about it? Right. You know, so that was like that that was really the big thing for me because I grew up in a in an environment where nothing was settled, mm-hmm. right? It would be a lot of talking to each other, a lot of yelling at one another, but nothing was was ever settled, right? So for me, it became it became different. You know, I wanted to have a marriage where 
when there was something wrong, we could communicate and we could fix it. So I would work on my communication and I thought that that was enough, right? And then me and you get married. And before we got married, I thought that we communicated just fine, but that was like basic communication. And what's crazy is that we're talking about our first three years of marriage, right? Yeah, we were together for seven but years. But we were together for seven years before that. So we're two people who were in love at a young age, right? Right. I was 17. So basically mm-hmm. grew up together, still not knowing like this deep connection of communication. Yeah. And really had to learn that into adulthood, like how you communicate and how I communicate. Yeah. 10 yeah. years. That's crazy. Y'all don't take 10 years. To learn no, to no, 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 no. Definitely not. Because I. You know, I didn't understand that communication. Like, I thought I knew what communication was, right? So I thought it was all verbal. I did. I thought that communicating effectively was just 100% verbal. If I can get her to understand what I'm saying, right, then we can kind of fix this this entire problem, right? But what I realized is that before you get married, it's interesting. Like, we show each other the best of ourselves. Oh, yeah. And then once you get married, you realize, oh, there's an entire person that I didn't know about. Right. right? It's like once you marry the person, it exposes how much you don't know about them. Right. Because now you get comfortable. And then it's almost as if that 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 less attractive part of yourself comes out because now you're comfortable. So I didn't know before we got married that you shut down. And I didn't know that I didn't have any patience for when you shut down. Right. And then a couple other things I, I, I didn't realize when it comes to communication was this. I didn't realize that we that we thought different. Right. As far as like men and women, like I, I like didn't the understand processing that. Of information. The processing was different where when I say something, if we're like if, if we're in a debate or a disagreement, if I say something, I'm telling you exactly what I think right. in that moment. And I'm telling you how I feel in that moment. Yeah. So that's and that's two different things. Right. Because. And, and guys, guys will understand what I'm talking about. If you are, if you're in a conversation and at that moment you tell your spouse, you're annoying. Only in that moment do you think that, right? right? It's not like, oh, no, she's the most annoying person and in the world. As a woman, I'm going to perceive it as my husband thinks I'm annoying all the time. I'm yes. the most annoying wife in the world. Yeah, but it's like, no, 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 no. Just for that right moment. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Just for, just for that moment. I have a perfect example about that, and you're going to remember what I'm talking about. So um, within the past couple it, of years. Is it a bad example? I mean, I don't know. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. It's okay. So within the past couple of years, we had um, – some friends of ours who went through kind of a nasty split up situation. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And um, so we were both processing that. Oh, I, oh, I know. Right. What you're about. And yeah. then the husband kind of, the wife went away for a little bit mm-hmm. and he like ran the household. He took care of the kids. He had the house clean, spick and span. So he was basically like thriving when she was away, right? Yeah. So what happened? We were home. So we, so. Back backstory is this, is that I had been, you know, we both work. Right. But then after work, I'm going home and I'm also doing other things before I get there. Yeah, you I decided that you wanted to pick it up and help me out a lot at that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try to get home a little earlier. Let me try to kind of take over a, a little bit so then there's not that much on you. So 
So I came downstairs, right? Yeah. Everything was clean. There was a candle burning. And you know, when your house is clean and the candle is burning, it's just candle lit, you know, dinner. It's really nice, right? I was was like, babe, thank you so much. Yeah. This is um, this is great. And then he said, Yeah. And I did it all with a smile on my face or something like that, right? Yeah. Because (laughs) because Amy, you know, some sometimes when you would when you would come come home and do it, you know, you would it wouldn't be with like joy because you no. you would be tired. Yes. Right. You would be super tired. And, you know, I would I would get, get home later and I, I see that you're doing these different things. But and then I would come in, jump in and help you. But you would still be tired. So then your mood would be a, a little off. And when your mood is off, I got to fix it. <laughs> when my mood is off, the house still runs smoothly. When yours is off, it's like we have to correct it so everything can go well. Right. So when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take over completely. And then I did it, right? I started, I started to take over. I started to cook. I started to make sure everything was, was nice and easy. And you were so grateful. But because I didn't try to understand that, I became a little arrogant. Yeah. And I, I said, I said um, yeah, this is, this is easy. I can do this all by myself. I can do this all by myself. Instantly, he saw my mood change. So then I tried to, I tried to correct he it. He knew why. Like, and then yeah. he said, what's wrong, babe? I said, oh, nothing. So then the whole day went by, right? I'm trying to fix it. He's trying to fix it. <laughs> then yeah. we're, it's nighttime. Yeah. I'm emotional because we're thinking about things that are going on outside. Mm-hmm. I'm like processing it. Yeah. What I said earlier, yeah. you know what I mean? And then when I'm, re- when I'm telling him back why I'm upset, I mm-hmm. said, and then when you said you didn't need me. And I was like, wait a minute. You really minute. hurt my feelings. Yeah, and I said, wait a minute. I never said I didn't need you. And then he said, he said, I never said I didn't need you. Yeah. And my eyes opened for a second because I was thinking back. And I said, he didn't say he didn't need me. But that's how, that's a perfect that's example of how I processed it because of how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that, that just happened recently. That happened within the past year. But that was still a learning moment for me about how we communicate yeah. with each other and yeah. and a big a big eye opener about myself about how I process things when I'm yeah. when I'm emotional but also me understanding too that when you say things like they have an impact yeah and you know there you hurt my feelings I did I did and I I would love to say that it was all innocent but you know that when you say something, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, you you become a little bit arrogant, and I wasn't thinking about how you were going to take it. So, you know, that's 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 definitely something that I learned. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do that again. See, the point the point of it is, is, is this. The point of it is to make sure that when you tell me something or I tell you something, then what we have to make sure that we do is then, okay, how do we correct it? And that's, and that's where the work comes in. So... My question to you is this, what do you think the, the biggest problem with communication is? The biggest problem with communication is probably, or something that has to be um, tackled, right? Right. Is when people are talking to each other, it's less listening to what the other person is saying mm-hmm. and more formulating your own thoughts yeah. for when that person's done talking so you can get back to business. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's... That's such a problem. It's a problem that, that, that I see a lot. It's a problem that me and you used to have, too. Well, right. not me. There was nothing in here, remember? 
it was nothing in there. And that was a huge, y'all, y'all don't know. That was a huge, that was so frustrating. But, you know, it, it Sorry to interrupt. You know what's crazy? With what? you, there would be nothing in there. But if I was talking to somebody else, I couldn't wait till they wrapped it up so I could put I my two cents in there. I know. That's I know. crazy. I'm sorry. But, go ahead. No, I mean, but that's, that's, that's kind of the way, the way that, that it works, you know. So it's, you know, for me, the listening is such a big deal. Like listening is such a big deal. And it's, and the problem is people don't like to listen, right? It's you will listen enough to have some type of rebuttal, right? So it's like, there's something that needs to be said and we're going to talk about it, but I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to even let you finish, mm -hmm. right? I'm, I'm going to hear you enough because I already know exactly what I want to say to that. And I've been, I've actually been guilty of that, of that too, where once you would get your thoughts together, right? And then you would come and we would, we would have the conversation. Well, now, now I'm, I'm kind of annoyed because it's taken two days to fix something that for me, I thought could have been fixed in 20 minutes. Right. And that's not the case, you know, and I, I learned something during, during that, that time too, is that communication, effective communication and being able to um, understand e each other and what we're trying to say, it doesn't always have to be verbal because of something that you told me, you know, you said, babe, sometimes I just need a hug. And for me, it took a while to wrap my head around that. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, you don't need me to talk you through this. We don't need to talk. you like, no, I just need a hug. I think that's a, that's a, such a man's response to something. Trying, trying to fix it. Yeah. It especially is. if you know, you are a man in a long-term relationship, a husband, when you, when your wife or the woman you care for comes yeah. home and she's upset, visibly upset. Maybe she had a mm -hmm. hard day at work. Maybe, mm -hmm. You know, she had a confrontation with somebody else and she's pouring out to you. Right. Sometimes I don't necessarily want you to walk me through it or try to help me fix it. Yeah. Like I said, I just, I just need a hug. Right. But see, that's where communication comes in because right. you never voiced that to me before. Right. And because we would try to try to get through these issues, through these through these problems, you know, it was never, hey, I, I just need I just need a hug, right? So then after that, it's okay, like well. mind blown. It was. It was because you do realize, you know, verbal is is great, but only if it's effective, right? Me, me and you can have a conversation all day, but if there's no understanding between it, it's just noise. It's yeah, not, it's not effective not communication. Communication is also a decision, like yeah. we talked about before. It's because both parties have to be, ready and willing yeah both parties to be open and a lot of the times mm -hmm. if we are talking about something that's a huge deal maybe something that we got into a fight about mm -hmm. sometimes it helps especially if you guys if if you're upset with one another put that aside hold hands bow your head and pray out loud it's so hard to be it's, mad when you do it's that it's really hard to say yeah. like pray for my husband in this moment that he has peace and understanding. Amen. <laughs> it's really hard to stay in that space yeah, of yeah. being really angry. I mean, you could try cause I've tried to. Yeah. But, um, I see, I, I, I will see it in your face when you're talking to God. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really helpful. Yeah. Um, if you guys are ever in that moment when it's cause you know, when you're a married couple, you have those really, really, you know, Hard discussions that come up every once in a while. So it's pray, super important. Pray, make it a, a habit to pray for the other person. When yeah. You're mad. 
And when bless them, Lord, amen. Well, you got to mean it too. You got to mean it too. But it's like you know, for me, I didn't understand truly what that meant until I started to see God for it, right? And I, every time I'm talking to you know some some guys about relationships and stuff, you know, I let them know me before, you know, uh, Christ and after Christ are two just completely different people. You know, before it was more of a manipulative type thing, right? Well, I don't want us to, you know, fight. So I'm going to manipulate the situation. You know, I know what she likes. So I'm just going to tap into that because I don't want to deal with it. Afterwards, it becomes different, right? And there was a verse that I heard. It said, um, you know, quick to listen. That's why I had to start working on that, right? Instead of trying to sweet talk it or, you know, smooth words or whatever it is, it said quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, right? Do you know what verse that is? I forgot the verse. <laughs> we'll but quick it. to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Mm. And I, I realized when I, I read that, I thought I was a good listener. But then I realized how quick to speak I, I was too, right? Because I always had an answer. So it was like, okay, you know what? I got it. I already know how to fix it, right? And then when I would try to do that, I would miss a lot of what you were saying right. because I thought that I already knew how to fix the problem, right? And then it's interesting. It says quick to listen, slow to speak, and then slow to anger. That's hard because I don't want to be quick to listen sometimes. I know. I know you don't. But that's what we have to do. And I don't want to be slow to speak. <laughs> but it's it's... It's something that I think if everybody will work on it, right? Just work on communicating, work on your listening skills, work on, you know, trying to understand the other person, you know, and just trying to really hear what they're trying to tell you. You know, communication can get better because then it's just about understanding, right? It's because it's, we can we can be across the room and not say anything to each other and still understand what we're trying to say, right? So communication in this Communication is so intimate, too. It's like the highest form of intimacy. It is. Right? Not, not sex. Communication is the highest form of intimacy. Because what true communication does is what it causes me and you to do is pull down our walls, our barriers that we have around ourselves to protect ourselves. And now we're letting someone completely into us. Right? That's the highest form of intimacy. I because I know all of you. I think it's it's important to remember, too, how you communicate. Yeah. Remember that um, your tone of voice, mm. how you say something. Because if I, I look at you and I'm, I love you, but I'm mad, yeah. you're not going to receive that. Cause it, no. So you, no. you have to think about how you say it, yeah. your gestures. Yeah. If my arms are crossed, I'm facing the other way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's not helpful. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to do things to aid, facilitate, and fix the conversation right. instead of just trying to pacify. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So what would be to, to the listeners and what would be a challenge, right? Something that, that couples can work on together. But remember like everything that we talk about is, is also an individual thing. So if I'm working on communication, even if you don't, I still have to. And I think that sometimes when, when we look at the comments and the DMS and, and stuff like that, when they DM us, they miss that part. It's like, cause they're like, well, what about the other person? I'm like, right. yeah, we get that. But in order for you to be the person that God created you to be, you just have to work on yourself no matter what they do. But hopefully and prayerfully the other person changes too. I think um, my challenge would just be 
to work on, you have to work on yourself first because it's easy to see the flaw in the person sitting across from you every yeah. single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to pray that the Lord will open your heart and open your mind so you're ready to be receptive for effective communication because communication doesn't just mean you you unloading your heart on the other person because mm. you might have a lot of stuff you need to work on yeah. too. Yeah. So just pray that you can receive it and that you're willing to put in the work, especially if you're trying to be with that person for the rest of your life. Very well said. Very well said. All right, y'all. Well, that is going to wrap it up for our segment of uh, communication on Men in Eden. I'm Apollos. This is my wonderful wife, Amy, and we love y'all.